Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Taiwanese jazz violinist, composer, educator, and podcaster, Xing Wei. She talked about her newest 2023 CD called Black Stream, Autumn. This album is the last volume of a recording series in a four-volume recording set in collaboration with vibraphonist Patricia Brennan, bassist Hilliard Green, and drummer Nasheed Waits. She is a world traveler, fluent in both Mandarin and English. Her relationship with music started quite early on. She began studying classical violin at the age of six and has toured with symphony orchestras in Malaysia, Italy, California, Hong Kong, and Berlin since she was 10, making her a child prodigy. She's got a great story and Enjoy this interview. Hi, how are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you today? Cool. Thanks for reaching out to Neon Jazz. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. My pleasure. Where are you located? I'm in Taiwan, east coast of Taiwan. Okay. So, yes. how's Taiwan today? It's it's interesting because uh, we are surrounding by like ongoing and left like typhoon in between typhoons so we have like thunderstorm during the afternoon so we have a short blackout but okay. it's fine right now yeah. okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll try to get this in for sure well it's great to meet you thank you for sending over the music and taking some time out and i want to start everything by asking how did you get through the last three years with COVID? Me? Oh. It's, wow. It's, it's like a huge journey for me because uh, when it started, I was really at the center of this whole like pandemic because I was at the, I was at the Bronx when first we have the breakout in New York and it's actually spreading from like the North Bronx and I actually live there. Like everybody started to have that um virus is like just a couple bus stop away. And you know how crowded in New York and everything just shut down in a week. Um so yeah, so I was in the Bronx for the first year of the pandemic and and I mean, it, it's actually, it's a very special experience because you never get a chance to be that quiet in New York, you know? Yeah. So, um, finally get a chance to spend some time with the family and, you know, and then started to study and read things. That's for the first part of the pandemic. And then I moved down to New Jersey, like South Jersey, just right, like right next to the, to the, uh, Delaware Memorial Bridge. So it's like, you know, so close to Pennsylvania and also Delaware. And we had a really nice time down there because we are closer to our family friend. And we finally get time, some time with our family down there. And that's, also, the reason I can really start this recording project. And at the really last part of the pandemic, I moved back to my country. I moved back to Taiwan. Okay. So Blackstream Autumn is the new album. And I'm curious, how does it feel for it to be coming out now with the world waking up? You're in a different space. How does it feel? 
it's, it's, I mean, I, I feel like, oh, finally, I'm going to get to the almost like, like last part of this whole recording project. And I also get a whole year or two, you know, like that the music sits and it all, and it's very different because when I recorded it, I was trying to make, make sure everything get done before I move um, back to Taiwan. And then I'm so busy with the family and all moving things. And I feel good. Like after a whole year, I get back to the last part of this recording project. So what are you hoping the listener gets from this album? This album? Yeah. Uh, I think it's this like really unique approach or touch of the music that um, I experienced like in my eight years living in New York and also like my heritage, Taiwan. Uh, and especially I, I feel like you can hear both the influence from like my jazz journey in, in the United States and also like my own like um, Taiwanese you know, descent in the Alton album, like it all really comes out and also my classical background and and my training in Queens College, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So do you miss America? Are you happy to be back home? Uh I, I feel like I'm so busy to get a chance to miss miss, you know, miss United States because like I have two girls, one's four years old, one is six years old. Sure. So I'm moving with them and make sure like they are like they are okay with their new environment, you know. And then also find because I'm living a con I, I I I left the country for like eight years. So now I have to kind of like this whole summer I have my tour in Paul Island. So it's just being so busy. I don't really I mean I of course I miss it a lot. I miss the freedom, I guess. But um, I also miss my hometown too. So it's, I feel really weird. It's like I got two different types of homesick. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, how did this jazz journey begin for you in life? You mean for me? Like how? Yeah, did I like start when you it? were young, when did you get into jazz? How did you decide to, you know, play the, the violin? And, and how did all that happen? It's actually happened quite later in my, like, I've been, I mean, I graduated from uh, Taipei University of Art major in classical. And then after that, I just feel like I want to search for something. And then I started to just teaching and traveling all over the world. And, but I think I really make up my mind, like, okay, this is the type of music I want to go next is when I first listened to Antonio Hart playing at uh, the concert hall in Taipei, national concert hall. And then, and that's the first time I listened to people playing life. It's just, it, it, it blew my mind because like, I never, I can't never imagine like somebody is going to have that kind of energy in a classical concert hall. And then, so the next year, I I went to the music camp that um, Antonio Hart uh, came like for every each summer. And then I 
And then I applied to school and went to New York. So what do you like the best about being a professional musician? The best part? I mean, mean, playing music every day and really connecting to the people, you know, and also you have a world that it's so pure. Like it's just kind of, it's connecting to everybody, but it's away from all this crazy things going on in the world. Yeah. Who's your favorite jazz musicians who have been the biggest influences on you? Wow. That's a hard one. Uh, I would say Eric Doffy. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's wonderful. Um, so why do you love jazz? I love jazz because so like I think like just jazz itself, the freedom and also like but it's also a way to communicate with other people. I think that's like the part I really love and also being always being very innovative is trying to be, you know, through that path of talking to people in the band or an audience and also learning how people do it before or now. And it's just so you just feel fresh every day just by playing jazz or learning jazz. What's the scene like in Taiwan? It's it's, I mean, it's a really small scene, but it's, it's actually, everybody is playing different, different type of j- jazz that can, can be put in that way. Yeah. And, and, um, it's, I, I think I'm blessed because this is like a really small, but very friendly community. So, um, so I work with different people and, Talk to different people. I actually have a jazz podcast and it's, it's, it has a really weird name. It's called the Jazz Sidemap Podcast. And so before I moved back, I started this and interviewed people who's working with jazz musicians, but not, we, we, we interview a couple of real jazz musicians, but mostly we are interview people who are, you know, dealing with booking or recording, you know, and then, Trying to have this, like, people have a more complete, like, view of this community. So, Excellent. Yeah. So, if anyone wants to listen to your podcast, they want to pick up Blackstream Autumn or learn more about your live shows, where mm-hmm. on the web can they go to find all this out? Uh, if, I mean, for my music, you can go to Bandcamp for sure. Okay. Uh, H-S-I-N-W-E-I-C-H-I-A-N-G. And for the podcast, I mean, kind of unfortunately, because it's in Mandarin. Um, I mean, we tried to do a couple episodes with both language, but mostly in Mandarin, because we really want to make sure that people who speak or speak in Mandarin can understand what this community looks like. Uh, but you can also go to any podcast platform and just type in the just sideman podcast you can hear them 
This has been wonderful. Thank you so much for reaching out to Neon Jazz. I'm glad that we had the chance to connect. Thank you for giving me exposure to your wonderful music. Best of luck with everything. Thank you so much, Jerome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview. We give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in Taiwan, New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the globe giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to Shane Wei for her time, music, and reaching out to the program. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Subscribe to us at YouTube. And for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.